Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Spoon Mob Pod. My name is Ray and I am your host. And on today's episode, I am going to be talking about Commune. It's a vegetable forward, vegetarian restaurant here in Columbus. It's on the outside of German Village, right off of Parsons Ave, about a stone's throw away from Nationwide Children's Hospital. The restaurant itself opened back in 2018. Uh, It was born out of a kind of pop-up vegetarian concept that the owners had, and then they eventually moved it to a brick-and-mortar location where it currently resides today. Uh, Ben Cannavel was the opening chef. He's no longer there. He was there for about a year and then moved on. He's now actually with uh, the Crest up on Indianola Ave. There's actually a second Crest restaurant on, on Parsons. It's like right next door to Commune. Uh, but he's at the one up in Clintonville, um, kind of doing his thing up there. And he actually cooked at a um, kind of a one-off event that James Anderson, who runs Ray Ray's Hog Pit, the barbecue food truck here, they got uh, four locations now. Uh, he has a farm out kind of in Newark, and he hosted the uh, Shake that ha- Shake the Hand That Feeds dinner um last year we actually went to it uh and ben cannavel was one of the chefs that cooked a dish for it out there so um had his food a, a bunch of times at commune and then a couple times since at the crest and and some other places that he's popped up once he left though uh, jacob inscore took over executive chef duties and remains the executive chef at commune to this day commune has been closed since the start of the coronavirus pandemic here in columbus so back in early march And when they were closing down, they were doing a lot of Instagram posts. Um, They basically switched to to go for about a week just to run out all their food supplies and everything before eventually shutting down completely. Pretty much most of the restaurants in Columbus kind of did that. They did to go for about a week or two just to run out food supplies. And then some stayed open, but most shut down just realizing it wasn't financially viable to keep operating like that with no real end in sight to the coronavirus pandemic, which is still ongoing to this day. Uh, We're actually kind of sliding back a little bit on our flattening the curve efforts. But once Commune shut down um, back in March after, you know, they got rid of all their wine and stuff, and then basically whatever ingredients they had left over, they gave to employees. They didn't seem like they were going to be coming back. Uh, I know the winter is not their busy season, the summer is they have a fantastic outdoor patio area enclosed patio uh, with some covering too and a couple tables with some umbrellas Um, that's great to eat outside i normally don't like eating outside but that's definitely one place that i will tolerate eating outside uh, at and they just didn't seem like they were going to be around once everything settled out and to my surprise about maybe like a week ago they announced that they were going to be coming back and doing to-go ordering so they have a really reduced staff. I think they probably have, it's maybe Chef Insecor and like one other person, maybe two, um, cooking and packaging to-go meals that you can order through the website online. And for basically the entire month of July, they're going to be doing to-go food. They've committed to doing that. And they'll be donating all the proceeds to various Black Lives Matter organizations around the city um, that are in support of that movement. So it's really an admirable thing that they decided to do and decided to come back. Uh, I know a lot of people 
within that restaurant were very worried about, and it's a small restaurant, but they were very worried about kind of their health as they should be, um, just because this thing is pretty unpredictable and, you know, stuff changes all the time, whether it's, you know, whether masks are good or bad, or if it lives on surfaces, how long it takes for symptoms to show up, what have you. But so they're back right now. You can order some to go food at least for the month of July. So if that's something that you want to do and you're in Columbus, uh, I believe you can also, you know, you just go pick it up there. They're not going through any delivery apps or anything like that. So it's just curbside pickup. And I think they even have it set up to do contactless pickup too. But the restaurant itself is in a building that used to be an old porn shop and they renovated it and put a restaurant in there. So the kitchen's actually upstairs and downstairs is the dining room. There's a little bar area and then out back you have pretty much like a four seasons patio or three seasons patio where it's a line of tables and chairs kind of all going down and then just a glass slider wall so you can see outside. Uh, The theory being that you can still essentially dine outside when it's um, you know cold out or snowing or whatever in the winter and then just a little bit further out back from that is the actual patio area, which they have a couple covered areas, like I said, and then also some um, different tables that are exposed to the sunlight and they have umbrellas and everything like that. They're, and then pretty much right next to them is Parsons North Brewing is a new brewery that opened up over there. So the whole area around Nationwide Children's Hospital is undergoing substantial redevelopment. Uh, money's being poured into that area. There's new businesses popping up. Uh, existing spaces that are being renovated and refurbished. So it's definitely starting to become the early signs are there of a potential area that hopefully once coronavirus is done with and things kind of get back to closer to the way they were, uh, some more, you know, new restaurants and new concepts, small eateries kind of pop up over there that are worth going and they can kind of make a little mini Uh, dining neighborhood dining destination in Columbus which would be really awesome to have because that's it's only like a 15 minute walk from where I live currently Uh, it's like a five minute drive there's plenty of parking and kind of the shopping center that's right next door to it um, just on the other side of that really shady shitty looking gas station that probably if you used a credit card uh, two days later that you're gonna have a shit ton of charges that you didn't authorize on and have to go through that whole process. It's not a place that I would get gas or recommend anybody getting gas from. But being in the Midwest, Columbus is very burger centric and steak and potatoes and meat uh, forward too as well. So Commune is one of the few vegetarian restaurants that we have. There's a couple others. You have Eden Burger, which does like veggie burgers. That's kind of closer towards campus. Bear Burger does some veggie burger type stuff too as well. And then there's also um, a place up off of uh, Lane Avenue that came out. Oh, what's the name of it? So Plated uh, opened last year. And that place is fucking huge. Like that place is the size of like two restaurants mashed together with like one of them just being an outdoor patio. The place is enormous, but we've eaten there once before and it was pretty good, but... Uh, commune is leaps and bounds better um, and probably the best vegetarian restaurant that we have in a city that's slowly coming around to the concept of eating less meat and root vegetables and 
pushing the culinary preference towards more sustainable and healthy foods. Um, still a long way to go in Columbus, though. Still pretty old school when you look at a restaurant menu. I mean, if you have a couple fish options, like, you're lucky. Even some of the high-end kind of Cameron Mitchell restaurants, they only have three, four fish dishes on the menu. And last year when I went vegetarian uh, for a month, we didn't eat out as much because it was, you know, like the month of February. It was kind of end of January, started it and went through the month of February just to get kind of a full month. It was, I think, yeah, I did like 30 days vegetarian and we ate out, you know, a bit. Obviously you don't eat out that much because of the inclement weather, if it'd be too cold, it's ice, snow, what have you. It just kind of like by the time you get home, you just really don't feel like going back out to eat unless it's like the weekend, then, you know, you're more open to it. And for that month, the times that we ate out, it was kind of difficult to find stuff that didn't have meat in it. And if you were looking for fish, you know, you basically eliminated at least half the menu if you were try if you're trying to avoid meat. And so that's a real problem that we have here in Columbus that, like I said, is, is slowly moving forward and slowly changing, but probably needs to change a lot faster. Um, you know, I personally love fish. I'd love to eat it like half the time throughout the week, you know, even if it was sushi, even better. But um, yeah, very meat forward, meat heavy, meat centric, whatever you want to call it, is kind of the dining scene in Columbus. But Commune is for sure the go-to restaurant that I would recommend. And it's also my go-to for when I want something that's vegetarian or healthy, that's not going to feel as dense in my stomach. Um, you know, their food's great on its own. But then when you throw in the fact that it's, you know, vegetarian, basically, uh, it's, you know, the benefits are tenfold. Probably out of the dishes that I've had there, I mean, the Togarashi fries are fantastic. Those are probably also one of the more approachable dishes where if you're not used to vegetarian cuisine, um, that's pretty easy to wrap your head around um, since it's potato-based. The bread and spread is fantastic. It's like a giant piece of naan bread, but it's, you know, salted and buttery. And then you also get uh, three different spreads um, that kind of rotate based on the season. Tempura cauliflower is good as well. Doesn't really even taste like cauliflower, and I'm not a giant fan of of cauliflower. And even their desserts are really good. Um, I've had the sesame ice cream and also the chocolate avocado cake. And you you just wouldn't be able to tell that either are vegetarian. And, yeah, I mean, it's just uh, a fantastic all-around restaurant. We even did a special one-off dinner there that they were doing in collaboration with Pleasantry out of Cincinnati. Um, So the folks at Pleasantry came up and they cooked a meal together. And then actually the folks at Commune went down to Pleasantry like a month later, and then they did a a dinner down there too. So it was kind of home and home type situation. But Inscore, he's a great chef. Uh, I mean, there's not too much about him. did a bit of a write-up on kind of his experience and how he kind of bounced around a little bit before eventually landing at Commune. He's a, definitely an advocate for the Black Lives Matter movement on social media too as well. He was part of the, out there protesting too as well, nonviolent, but he was protesting, making the voice heard as most of us were and should be. Um, and they continued to protest too as well and, and hopes of you know pushing 
change forward and getting uh, some policies and programs change, which to my recollection, it's done a little here in Columbus, but it's definitely had a substantial impact in places like Minneapolis, uh, where the George Floyd uh, murder happened. They've definitely done a lot there so far, and hopefully they continue to kind of make things right in the way that they should be, um, because it's been a long time since they've been that way. But getting back to Commune, um, hopefully it does, you know, reopen for in-dining. You know, it's kind of modeled after a European style restaurant, you know, with the the patio and everything. Um, I really hope it reopens. There's just not a whole lot of vegetarian options in the city and the coronavirus pandemic is going to definitely wipe out some of the ones that we already had. It's already started wiping out businesses. As I mentioned on the the food news podcast, um, there's been some closures and a lot of restaurants that are up for sale currently too, as well, which I don't, really know who's going to buy an existing restaurant that's up for sale. That just doesn't really make sense unless uh, there's some, you know, extreme financial benefit to doing that because rebranding, then you would just buy the space by itself and change, change the name. So I don't know, but um, yeah, I really hope it comes back. I'm glad to see that they're doing to go food. Hopefully kind of at the end of July, they start doing some in restaurant dining again and, and get back on their feet and make enough money that they can survive. I was really worried about them. I, I really did not think that they would be coming back at all in any shape or form. And I fully expected to see that building up for sale. So um, definitely a silver lining um, or a glimmer of hope, I guess, in the coronavirus pandemic. But you can follow Jacob Insecor. His handle on Instagram is at Cobezilla, C-O-B-E-Z-I-L-L-A. The restaurant itself on Instagram is at commune underscore restaurant, and commune is spelled C-O-M-U-N-E. If you go to the Spoon Mob page, spoonmob.com backslash commune, kind of get into why it's named the way it is and why the lettering's a little different. Um, So yeah, definitely check out the page. Got some history on Chef Insecore on there too as well as how the restaurant kind of came to be and a breakdown of all the different courses that we've had there, including the the collaboration dinner with Pleasantry, which was actually the last time that I've been there. So hoping to get back there once they reopen some uh, in-restaurant dining. Um, just the to-go food model just doesn't work for me anymore. I respect it. I want to support all the restaurants, but the food just is not the same as eating in a restaurant. It just isn't, no matter what you do, um, you know, and we supported as many places as we could before everybody kind of shut down when everybody's doing to go food and we're kind of just rotating through all of our favorites, trying to throw them some cash any way that we could and, and hopefully help them make it through the pandemic. And thus far everybody has, but um, yeah, the food's just not the same. So uh, definitely prefer in restaurant dining and the actual experience of eating in a restaurant versus going picking up the food and, and eating it in your apartment. Um, but fully understand why, you know, restaurants are holding back on reopening in terms of staffing and expenditure and ingredients and stuff like that, especially with the reduced capacity. I mean, commune only holds probably at most 50 people when all the seats are filled outside and inside, probably inside is 25 or so. Um, so it's not that big of a restaurant and the social distancing, the six feet, just they could make it work, but it's probably not cost effective. It is a small restaurant, and I thought for it 
maybe there was a chance when they started doing and allowing outdoor dining that they would pop back up on the scene since that is a sizable space, but they didn't. And that was kind of when I was like, Oh shit, they're, they might not come back. So glad to see them back. Uh, but check out all their stuff on social media, spoonmob.com uh, as well. We got a page up for them. Um, follow along. Like I mentioned at spoonmob on Instagram. We're also on Twitter and Facebook. Check out the previous podcasts that we've done, as well as any upcoming ones that we got. Food News will be coming out this weekend, uh, as well as a new concept soon that I keep teasing, but that's in the works and that's going to come out. Um, Please rate, review, subscribe, spread the word to anybody who enjoys podcasts or food or both. Um, You know, tell them to check out the podcast. Love to get more listeners. Appreciate everybody that is listening. And uh, until the next episode, uh, take care and we'll talk to you guys later.